Psalmist. Thank you because you are here. And wherever you are, there is fullness of joy. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. Thank you because the joy is overflowing in us. Thank you, Lord. Let your word come. The entrance of your word brings understanding. The entrance of your word brings light. That everyone under the sound of my voice tonight is illuminated. Light has come into their system. And they begin to see where they have not seen before. That the light of God begins to shine and remove every darkness. When the light comes, darkness disappears. That the life of everyone listening to me today, they will experience light. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Please be seated. I want to appreciate you that you are online. And you joined us online. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being with us. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright. Today we are still talking about our thoughts. And today we said when I change my my I, I change my outcome by changing my thoughts. That means when I you know tweak my thoughts, I also tweak my action. Now now what this tells you is that life is not just ordinary. Life is mathematical. Hallelujah. You know, some people say they, there's a common statement people make. They say life no balance. <laughs> I don't know if you have heard. It's a recent cliche. You know, when something funny happened, you know, I, I think I started hearing it when um, <laughs> when during COVID, when COVID nearly started and and the first time they uh, they opened the economy. And uh, the security men at the gates are now the ones checking uh, the temperature for doctors. One <laughs> 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 the security men at the gate of bank entrance are now the ones checking temperature for the doctors, for the nurses, for all the medical people. <laughs> Somebody say life, no balance. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. You know, but you see, They are mathematical. You know, systems in life. There is a sign you will see about someone you will know, ah, this one is getting it right. And then there's also a sign you see in someone, you will say, ah, ah, mm. this one, this one will not last. <laughs> They are mathematical equations in life. You know what mathematical a mathematical equation, a scientific equation is that one plus one is what? Is two. There are such things in life. And I'm gonna show you how that works. Praise God. Praise God. How many of you know that life is good? Life is good. 
Amen. Life is good. So why do we have bad experiences in life? It is only our thoughts and choices and actions towards the situation we meet in life each moment of time that makes life look bad. Now what it means is that the situations you encounter in life are not what makes life bad or good, but is your thoughts, your choices and decisions and actions towards that situation that makes it become bad. Let me give you a typical example. You are driving back home. This is a common one. And somebody scratches your car. You have two options. Most especially in Lagos. People that are outside Lagos may not understand what I'm talking about. In Lagos, somebody scratches your car. The, the normal reaction is to pack, come out, and then start the argument. <laughs> That's the normal reaction. <laughs> but it's your choice. Hallelujah. And then, you know the funny thing, in the process of the argument and the fighting and everything, you may end up having your head broken. Or you guys will go to the police station or something. Now, it's also a decision you can make that when you come out and look at the scratch, and you decide, and you go back into your car and drive and go, they are all decisions. But you see, the outcome of every event is hinged on the decision that you take concerning that event. There was a time I lost a huge sum of money. I had options to cry and Organize a pity party. I let everybody know that things have become so bad that I lost money. And I had option to go to God and say, Lord, I lost it. It went off my hand, but it's on the earth. And the same way you the same way you left my hand is coming back in multiple fold. So what is the difference between the first option and the second option? It's the mind. The way you think about it. The way you process a certain event. The way you process every event determines the outcome. So how are you processing the events that are happening in your life? How are you processing the events that are happening in your life? They determine the experiences you have. Hallelujah. Somebody can insult you right now, or you hear a gossip about you, or you hear somebody write a, a stinker in the internet about you online, on Facebook, Twitter, anywhere. You can actually react by attacking the person back and then fire for fire. What happened? The fire keeps going up. You can actually decide to ignore and even forget like it never happened. There are options. There are decisions. 
And every decision you take is what determines the outcome. So, what we're talking about is I change my outcome or I predetermine my outcome by tweaking my thoughts. Tweaking how I process that event changes the experiences, changes the outcome. I lost my job in 2013. And I must tell you that quite a lot of my family members did not even know that I lost my job until I was, I was back on my feet. In fact, some people got angry. The only reason why they knew something was wrong is that the, the flow of funds that they normally get were not coming again. I had an uncle who, you know, somehow I was helping out. And he called me and I told him, I said, Uncle, right now, you know, you, you, you guys just need to give me some time. Um, I, I need to organize myself. But he didn't know what was going on. And some people got angry that I forgot them. But they didn't know that I was actually, uh, <laughs> I was actually trying to survive. In fact, they were richer than me as at that time. In cash. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what is the difference? The way you process it. The way you think about it. Praise God. The way you what? You think about it. You know the same bad situation that makes one person think badly inspires another to do a noble thing. The same bad situation can inspire somebody. The same bad situation, the same thing can make another person go bankrupt, go down, go... Do you understand? Praise God. How you think about a matter usually determines the outcome of that event. Whether positive or negative, the thought you entertain determines your decision over the matter, and your decision influences your action. Proverbs chapter 23 it says, What well, as a man thinketh, so is he. Your thought pattern, your thought process is what determines the outcome. The way we think or the inner structure of our thought pattern. Is a function of the environment we grew up in. Now, have you seen some people you can predict them? How many of you have you know somebody that is close to you? You can predict the person, you can predict what the person will do. You know that ah, you, you know, you say, Ah, Steve, I know him. If somebody slaps him, he will slap double. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Ah, I know you know if, if you try Steve and slap Steve or watch it, he will slap you double. How did you come to that conclusion? How did I come to that conclusion? It's because I have observed Steve over the time how he responds to situations. Steve, I know that's not your word. <laughs> Praise God. Now you have observed the person, how the person will respond. To situations respond to events. Now, 
He can't do that. How did you come about that? Because you have also observed the events, how this person has responded to events in their lives, and you can predict what that. So this is. So I'm telling you now that it's a mathematical eh, equation. It's, it's something that is predictable. So the question is, how do people? Become predictable. How? How is it that people? I, I was sharing with my wife <laughs> the other day. There was a document that we were looking. Uh, I, I, I was looking for the soft copy. So I told my wife that it's not possible that I did not scan. It's a hard copy document, and I and we were looking for the hard copy. We couldn't find it. And I told my wife, I said, it's not possible that I did not scan this document. As in, I, did not, I don't have a, a soft copy of it. She said, why? Because I said, because I know my purpose. That whenever I get a hard copy document that is important, the first thing automatically that comes to my mind is what? Is to scan it and have a soft copy of it. It was, it's, it's automatic. How did I get that? There was a time I lost a lot of documents <laughs> and I'm, I, don't, I don't just scan I scan and then I save it in the cloud I, have, I had experience that I lost physical documents and I couldn't find them and it costed me a lot to get it back and then I also had time that I saved document file just on my, on my system and my system crashed and I lost them so I upgraded to not just scanning but I now save them on the cloud at any time. So it's, it's, it's something that is automatic with me. So once I see a document and I'm looking for a software, I say, no, I scanned it. I must find where it is. And I begin to look for it because I know that automatically I would have done that thing. Now the question is, how do people come about their response? How do people come about the way they react to events? How do people come about? So, you should, if you understand the inner workings of your of your mind, if you understand the inner workings of your system, it's easier for you to, to change it. But the problem is that a lot of us don't even understand the inner workings of our system. We just think life is just like that. This is how this is me. This is how I react. This is how I respond. No, it's not you. There was a programming. Come on, I don't know if somebody's getting me this. There is a programming, something, events in your life from your childhood has programmed the way you respond. And you can change that programming. You can tweak that equation to serve you. If you discover that that programming or that, that, that inner workings of how you respond to events is not serving you, it's not giving you the desired result. What do you do? You go back inside and begin to find those things and begin to make the changes that is required. That's how. Hallelujah. Now, I've got to, I've had to do this severally. Severally. When I check my life and I find out that there is an inner programming that is not serving me, that is not giving me the required result, that is actually sabotaging the, 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 the success of my life, what do I do? I go back and I begin to... And I see, let me tell you, the greatest thing you can do to yourself is to be sincere to yourself. 
the greatest service. Are you hearing me now? The greatest service you can do to yourself is to be sincere. Because this is you we are talking about. If you lie to yourself, who are you deceiving? Yourself. Be sincere about where you are. Be sincere about what is going on in your life. And then begin to find the right way, the right programming to change it for your good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. All this form, all these experiences you have, the experiences in your environment, when you were growing up, when you grew up, matters. Okay? The environment you grew up has formed an image in you. Your upbringing, the words, the words that were said to you from childhood, and your, our, and your experience, whether good or bad, all these form a pattern like a programming or scientific equation such that your responses are your responses in certain conditions can be predetermined and automatic so there is a programming that I perform that if you put water here you know that this person will come and take this water this person will see this water and leave it because of their inner working the way they think hallelujah Hallelujah. Now, this is the reason why when we give when we give our life to Christ, the first target of God is to change our thinking. Because that is where our experiences emanate from. Hallelujah. Did you get it now? Whenever you give your life to Christ, the first thing God is talking to you about is change your thoughts. Change the way you think. Alright? In fact, when you come to church, you're coming to church, the Bible study, the, the, the prayer, everything is targeted as transformation. Praise God. Everything is targeted as transforming you. Everything is, the target is to change your programming. That is what this is all about. It's to change your programming. It's to remove you, to remove all the wrong things that have been put inside you that is sabotaging you, that is destroying your future, destroying your destiny. The target is to remove them and replace them with the right thing. And that is why the Bible said when you cast out the demon, you, the house is what? It's made clean. And if the Spirit of God or the Word of God is not, doesn't come into that person to occupy that space, what happened? That empty space cannot be empty. It goes and brings more demons and the life of that person becomes worse than it was. Hallelujah. So, there is a programming from your childhood, from your experience, from your upbringing, the words that have been spoken to you, those things have determined the way you act, have determined the way you, you process matters, the way you respond to issues. But then when you come to Christ, the Bible says, He that is in Christ Jesus is what? A new creature. Behold, all things are passed away. Now all things are new. Glory to God. When you come to Christ, there is a change. There is transformation that is going on. All things are new. Declare it. All things are new. 
Hallelujah. That is the target of God to change your mind. To change your mind. Amen. That's why the Bible says, guard your heart with what? All diligence for out of your heart flows what? The issues of life. The heart, out of the heart, is where the issues of life come from. It's where the outcomes, it's where your decisions are made. It's where the, 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 the steps you take are made. It's in the mind. Any man that has the possession of your mind has taken possession of you. Are you hearing me now? Any man that has a possession of your mind has taken control of you. They manipulate people by mind. And that is why the two things that can control the mind is faith and fear. Faith and fear. These are the two things. And people that want to control people, what do they do? It's faith and fear. These two things. When faith is in you, God controls you. But when fear is in you, who controls you? The devil controls you. And let me tell you, some people that manipulate people, what they do is put in fear. Once they make you afraid, you do their bidding. Are you hearing me now? Once they can get you into fear, you do what they tell you to do. I'm no longer slave to fear. I am a child of God. I'm no longer, I'm no longer slave to fear. I'm a child of God. I am a child. Once you give your life to Christ, God is targeting your mind. You want to change your mind. Now the Bible says what goes into a man is not what defies the man. It's not the food you take that defies you. It's not the water you take that defies you. What defies a man is what? What comes out. What comes out. That is the defiler. That is the defiler. What comes out. And the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. It's out of the abundance of the heart that actions are taken. Out of the abundance of the heart. He said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. What belly is he talking about? You think it's your belly? He's <laughs> not talking about your normal belly. He's talking about your... When he's talking about belly, he's talking about your heart. Out of your heart. Out of the fullness of your heart, the mouth speaks. Out of your heart shall flow issues of life. You will solve problems by the way you think. You will provide solutions by the way you think. Is the thoughts? Is the thoughts? So when you are saying, "Lord, out of my belly flow rivers of living water," what you are saying is that from my systems, from my mind, from my thoughts, I provide solution to challenges of my time. I provide the needed requirement that people need to succeed in life. I create things that change the course of the system. That's what you are saying. 
out of my belly, out of my mind, out of my thoughts, comes, flows, rivers, rivers of living waters. Change my heart, says do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be what transform 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 by 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 what the renewal of your mind what God is targeting is your mind because a renewed mind will do the wonders of God a renewed mind will serve Jesus a renewed mind will do miracles a renewed mind will serve humanity a renewed mind will do the work of the kingdom God is after your mind not be conformed any longer to what? To the pattern of this world. Be what? Transform. 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 Everything is about your mind. That's where it starts from. Get transformed. Think the part of God. Think like Jesus Christ. What would Jesus do in that situation? How would Jesus handle that situation? the thought of God. Think the thought of God. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. He said, I call heaven and earth as witness today against you. That if I have said that I have said before you life and death, blessing and cursing. He said, therefore choose life. That both you and your descendants may live. Choose life. Now, what, what does this tell me? This tells me that you can actually choose life, you can choose death. Now, what this tells me is that I, David Opera, have the power to choose. Are you hearing me now? I have the power. God has vested the power. The Bible said that He does not force His will on us, but He makes us what willing. Why would God not force His will on you? What does it take God to just change your mind? What does it take God to just, you know, overnight transform? That's why sometimes when people give testimony that ah, I just give my life to Christ and immediately everything just stop. I say, ha. Ah. I don't understand because let me tell you when you give your life to Christ everything doesn't stop what happens is that your spirit is transformed the things you do before you don't like them anymore but do you have temptations to do them still yes so how do you stop by renewing your mind by changing your mind Glory to God by changing your mind, by changing the way you think about those events. And how do you change your mind? Through 
hearing the word of God, the Bible says faith comes what? By hearing and hearing the word of God. That is how it comes. When you hear the word, when you listen to the word, when you study the word, when you spend time in prayer, what is happening? God is transforming you. God is changing you. God is changing you. You find out that you are taking, you are growing from glory to glory. From one state to another, there is a transformation going on. There is a change going on. Something is changing. Life. You have the choices in your hand. Don't give it to anyone. Don't let anybody manipulate you. Don't let people choose for you. It's in your hands to choose. It's in your hands to choose. Tell somebody is in my hand. It's in my hand. I choose life. I choose life. This was what Joshua told them. He said, Choose you this day. Life or death. But he said, as for me and my family, as for me and my household, we will what? We will serve the Lord. We have chosen God. So you have the choice. The choice is in your hands. It's in your hands to choose. Who you will serve? It's in your hands. Don't say I'm helpless. There's nothing I can do about it. My life is condemned. It's not true. There is no situation that is so difficult that God cannot bring you up back out from. I have a good news for you. If you feel like man, it's over for me. We serve the God that redeems time. Can you hear me? We serve the God that redeems time. When a barren woman is barren for about five years, I have not given issue. And then the first issue, the first uh, 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 child, the first pregnancy, God gives him three. What is that? <laughs> Redemption. When God will make you achieve in one year what others have spent ten years hustling for. Time redemption. That that ability is in God. Are you hearing me now? It's only when you, you see one thing about God is that these things they are freely given, but He cannot they, they, they are not freely released. It's a man who understands them that will kill into it and take it. It's just like somebody who enters an aircraft and every meal has been paid for. But listen, they don't, it's not given to you. You need to make a request. I was discussing with a brother and he gave a very good example that, that blew my mind. He said, Look, for a child, a child that is born, every potential to become a human, to be a complete human being is in that child. That child can run, that child can do anything. Isn't it? But you see, until that child grows up, until that child begins to you cannot experience those things. What is happening is that a lot of believers have remained what? Babies. They are not exercising the gifts, the gift that God has deposited in them, the abilities that they have as children of God. They are not exercising, they have remained babies. We need to grow up. Are you hearing me? We need to grow up. 
and start taking advantage of everything that God has placed in us. Of all the goodies that we already have. The Bible said all that we need for life and godliness has what? Has been given. He said if they have been, he said, he said, and we, we have been supplied in what? In, in heavenly places. We have supplied in heavenly places. And these things are already available. All you need is to know the systems to get them to you. In Christ is here and amen. Everything has been completed in Christ. When Jesus died and you gave your life to him, you have received the whole package, the full package. But you see, you need to unfold them. You need to, for you to benefit, you need to unfold those packages. And everything is in the world. I tell somebody, no matter the situation you are in, there is a provision in the kingdom. Are you hearing me? Whatever challenge you think you are going through right now, there is a provision in the kingdom. The only reason why you are still in that challenge is because you have not found it out. It's because you have not discovered. The day you discover it and apply it, you will get the result. So we should be seeking for the solution in the world. We should be asking. That's why that's why Ephesians, Ephesians prayer, Ephesians chapter one verse verse seventeen and eighteen. He said that the eyes of their understanding may be enlightened, that they will know. We grow in the kingdom by knowledge. You need to know. The Bible says, "My people perish for what? Ignorance, lack of knowledge." So the only reason why you will die, the only reason why you will perish, the only reason why you are still in that condition is because the knowledge that is required to get you out of that place, you don't have it yet. The moment that knowledge comes, you get out. You know, another translation of that scripture he said, don't be like the people of this world, but let God change the way you think. Then you will know how to do everything that is good and pleasant to Him. Let God change the way you think. It's all in the way you think. Every limitation you have is in the way you think. You need to change the way you think. Once you change the way you think, you change your life. I can tell you that have struggled with a lot of thoughts pattern and this thought pattern I acquired them growing up I acquired them with the experiences I had and they were limiting they were limiting beliefs they were limiting thought patterns that would not let me exceed a certain and God had to keep working on me you know this is not automatic it's not what you shout at somebody and say stop it now just change it now no, it doesn't work like that this is something that is inside and it's a work between you and God it's a personal work you don't scold somebody there's an adage in my village that says what it means is that you don't learn how to use left hand you can't become a lefty at old age I don't know if you get my point. You, you, the lefty thing started when you were small. You can't become a right somebody and then at old age you now started using left. But you know what? When God is involved, those things can be changed. The patterns. There was a time we, we spent time praying about patterns. Patterns. 
You see somebody that is, an, that is in a violent environment, an abusive environment, and the person will swear and say, God forbid, I cannot let this thing cannot happen to me. Maybe you saw your father beat your mother, and you even fought your father. You even fought your father. In fact, you beat your father black and blue because he beat your mother. And you swear, I will never touch any woman on this earth. <laughs> and then you get married. You don't even know when you, you, you get your wife, you beat your wife black and blue. And you begin to wonder, maybe after you've done it, you manage to recognize yourself. You say, oh my God, what am I doing? So what is going on here? You think it's just... See, the images you see register your subconscious the constancy of those images they get into your consciousness and they form your programming and you see at certain events all you need is just for the event that will make that thing come out to happen immediately those events happens automatically you respond that way the reason why they have not come, you are not expecting this event because the, the, the right environment has not occurred. Immediately the right environment is there, boom, it will come up. But you can change it. That's what we're talking about. You can change it. There is a way out in God. in my life I didn't like. There were certain things I didn't like. I have to change them. I have to spend time. First of all, you have to be sincere. You have to tell, you see, you see, it's not the cliche of, oh no, 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 God forbid. No, no, that's not what we're talking about now. When people just say, no, God forbid. You know, I am, I am in Christ Jesus. I'm having no, 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 Oh, all those things. Fine. But you see, you need to identify it. Just accept that, look, this is the situation. That's where it starts. Your deliverance first starts with acceptance. Your deliverance starts with what? Acceptance. A lot of people live in denial. They don't even talk about it. Once you raise the matter, they get angry. You can't get a solution like that. First of all, you need to recognize that this is the situation. I have this challenge. That's where the solution starts. Immediately you recognize I have this challenge. And you don't begin to ask God, what do I do? That time the Holy Ghost is okay, fine. Are you ready now? Say yes. And then God begin to draw the solution to you. The way out will begin to come to you. But the, the, as long as you live in denial and you are not accepting it, and the truth is that inside your mind, you know, you know you are just fronting. You know that inside your mind there is a problem. That this is not the way to. There's something not right about this matter. Recognize it and start making those adjustments. If not, they will wait for you. Have you not seen men of God or not just men of God, politicians, people that will rise to fail and then some funny things that they didn't deal with will catch up with them at the top. So people 
happens is that when, when, when some people in your life get to a certain age, maybe 50, 60, some funny things happen to them. Either they get into some sickness or they think, you see that has to be your uncle had that experience, your dad had that experience, your uh, somebody in your relative had that experience, and you say, no, for me, it's the way that I agree, it's good to be positive. But the first way to be positive is to first of all recognize that this thing is happening. And then you now ask yourself, God, open my eyes, show me what to do. You know, we need to get beyond just the cliches, the talk. You need to get beyond just the, the talk, talk. You need to begin to ask God for solutions. You need to begin to ask God to give you instructions. Sometimes what you need is that in that family that have that certain kind of sickness, there is a kind of food that they've been eating that is... At, once people get, once they get to that certain age, those things will happen. You need to find out. The Holy Ghost needs to open your eyes to begin to see those things so that you can begin to make those corrections. I don't know if you get my point. But if you just talk, 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 and you are still in that same problem, and you say it's not working, it's because you're not approaching it right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to, we need to, we need to get it right. We need to get it right. I'm telling you. Matthew chapter 4 verse 17. He said, from that time, Jesus began to preach, crying out, repent. What is repent? Change your mind for better. Heartily amend your ways with ab- abhorrence of your past sin. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The word repent means change your mind. Are you hearing me? The word repent means change your mind. So you can see that everything that God was about was about mind changing, was about mind transformation. Because that's the engine. Eh? That's the engine. That's where everything comes from. That's where the issues of life emanate from. Once you can change anybody's mind, you have changed their life. And that's when, so when you hear repent, what repent means is change your mind. Change your mind from evil to good. Change your mind. So when I say you need to repent, I'm not saying you are a sinner. What I'm saying is that you need to change your mind. Because you need to work on your mind. Because whatever sin we are seeing, whatever action we are seeing, is a product of the mind. The Bible says, for out of the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. If somebody is committing fornication, adultery, somebody is stealing, is something in their mind. There is a way their mind works that is making them do those things. What you need to do is go to their mind and change how they think, change how they process the events, and definitely the outcome will show. It's the mind. Praise God. Change your mind. So in Christ, we are being transformed to think like God until we become the true image of Jesus Christ. When we can think, talk, behave, and take actions like Christ would do. The Bible said that we are being transformed into what? The same image. 
when you are in Christ, what God is doing is He's changing the way you think so that it becomes a replica of what how, the, how Jesus thinks, of how Jesus behaves, of how Jesus talks, of the actions that Jesus will take. That when men, the thing that that different, well, how did Christianity start? When the disciples started behaving like Jesus, people saw them and they said, Ah, these ones are Christ like Christians. Christ like. They behave like Jesus. They behave like Jesus. That's why they are Christians. They behave like Jesus. They are Christ like. They talk like Jesus. They dress like Jesus. They walk like Jesus. And they saw them and said, These ones are Christ like. Can people see you? And they see Jesus. Hallelujah. I was with a brother just not, not, not just uh, recently. And then a lady that was on the bike that was going out made a very uh, fun, uh, abusive comment towards him. And immediately he responded. I said, but I, I did you sorry now. Why? And he was so cautious. And then I looked at him and said, be sure. <laughs> I said, be sure. You know how to respond. <laughs> he said, yeah, I don't respond like that before I realize. <laughs> <laughs> I have reacted like that already before I realized that. So, why did you respond like that? It's a sign that something inside you is working. It is a programming. You need to change it. I'm telling you that the truth. You need to go to God and say, God, please help me. Help me. Help me. Listen, I've got to make so many adjustments in my life. I've got to look at areas and make. You know, sometimes let me tell you what I the, the formula I use is: I say I want to disappoint the devil. <laughs> That's the way I do it. I say I want to disappoint the devil. Sometimes events happen, and ordinarily we are supposed to respond in certain ways. Naturally, so what I do is that sometimes I try to respond to him and get the, the opposite. I say I would disappoint the devil. Maybe somebody is insulting you, and the, the the ordinary the next thing to do is to respond back. I say no, I will not respond. I will disappoint the devil. And he said, the more you start, and let me tell you, it's the greatest battle because you are fighting with your programming. I don't know if you get that. You are fighting with the normal way you behave, the normal way you do things. Praise God. Amen. And immediately you make that decision that is contrary to that thing. All your body will say, no, 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 this is not the way. This is not the way to react. React this way. That's the way we know. That's the way we know. And let me tell you, the moment you continue to react opposite, after a while, eh, that way will master you. It becomes normal. Can we be on our feet tonight? And let's begin to ask God, change my heart, Lord. Change my heart, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. 
I want to change the outcomes of my life by changing my thoughts. I want to change the outcomes of my life by changing the way I think, the way I process things. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. And the letter was sort of a big and Catapalatoria, and Sipotonekitianda, Asutea, and set a legate of the Roku, and the legate of the Copida Baba, Lepo Soto Lecapasia, Asket and Lekinia, Ah, Lupra Daba Kataya. If there are things you know, there are things you know that you're struggling with, there are things you know that have refused to change, bring them before God now and say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. I depend on you, Jesus. Help me. Help me. I need the wisdom. Give me the wisdom. The wisdom that is needed. The wisdom that is required. The knowledge that is required to overcome this problem. To overcome this habitual thing that is that is a limiter. That is limiting me. That is stopping me from entering into my heritage. That is stopping me. That is a hindrance. That is delaying me from entering into the place that God wants me to get into. Ah, my Kapataya Katoya, Askete Lekete, Ezepo de Lokoli Kababa, Ebrike Bebe Sotolen Dalarara, Rika Dabalakuya, Azepo de Bebe. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Lord, I declare today that everything, every programming from our childhood, every programming from the environment we grew up in, every programming from our experiences, that, that is a limiter, that is a limiter to the place that God wants us to be. Today I break those programming in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything that is happening in our system that is a hindrance to our progress. Today I break it now. I break it now. Open your mouth again and declare. I break it. 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 Everything that is hindering me, everything that is stopping me, I break it. I break it. I cut loose. I cut.
Satan a
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are free. You are free from fear. You are free from doubt. You are free from condemnation. You are free. Because Jesus has set you free. You are free. You are free. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you everyone for joining us tonight. God bless you. Please, if you have your offerings, package them and give. Amen. If you want to give online, the account numbers are online. Check your Facebook comment session. They are already posted online. So please, as God leads you in your heart, the Bible says that everyone should prepare at home what they should give. Alright? Giving should not be uh, coerced. Giving should not be uh, uh, pressured. So give... And let me tell you, when you give, you are giving to the vision of the church, Christ-like Believer Center. Um, our vision is to build a balanced life. We do that by reaching out to the church, bring them in, and build them to balanced Christians. So when you give, you are giving for the propagation of the gospel, for the vision that God has given us, the mandate that God has given us in Christ-like. You can check out our website if you want to know more about us www.crestlightbelieverscenter.org Check out our website and know more about us. You can check out Facebook profile. You also get a lot of detail about us. All messages are available on our website and they're also available on Facebook. Alright, and we send out our podcast podcast every time. So I'm going to get the podcast for today. You know, on Facebook you can download audio and all that. We also have Mixel out. As Christ like BC, when Mixel are Christ like BC, you are always listening to us. We broadcast messages every day, every day from 11 uh, a.m. We broadcast messages. Uh, we used to do 6 p.m., but for a while we've stopped. I think we're going to continue that again. So 11 a.m. and 6 6:30, so 6:30 p.m. Every day we have. Uh, messages on Mixellar going on. So you can follow us on Mixellar so that each time we are up, you will see us. Praise God. On Sunday, our service is by 9 a.m. So please make sure you join us on Sunday by 9 a.m. for our service. Praise God. And then you can follow us. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram as ChristlikeBC. ChristlikeBC on Twitter. ChristlikeBC on Instagram. Hallelujah. So you can always follow us and... Uh, Make sure you you like our comments and share. And I also want to tell you, please share this video. Somebody may need it. These are very important messages that a lot of people just need to get out of whatever that's holding them down. Praise God. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you. I would like to see you on Sunday. Please make sure you come around online on Sunday and be with us. God bless you. Can we be on our feet as we share the grace? Can we be on our feet as we share the grace? Everyone. Alright, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and for all my surely goodness and mercy of the Lord.
all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you.